Welcome to the Rebel and Connect radio podcast, where we connect you with the ideas, people, products, and services that you need to create a truly meaningful company culture on your remote team. Rebel and Connect, celebrating human connections in a digital world. Hello, everyone. If you're watching this, that means you're connected to me on Facebook because we're going live on my Facebook feed. I'm here today. If you're listening, that means you're listening on the podcast, not in real time. So if you're ever interested in watching these podcasts get recorded live, then you have some options. You can connect with me personally on Facebook. This is Charlie today, Charlie Birch for our listeners, not your normal host, who's Rachel. Uh, You can join our Facebook group, and that's Remote Leadership Think Tank on Facebook. It's a free private group specifically for remote leaders. And that is one of the things we do with our Facebook as well as these broadcasts. So you can come on over, join the community. If you're only listening, up it, up it, bring it on, get in, get, have some fun with us. So today I'm here with Janice Shaka, who is one of our speakers for our upcoming remote work summit. And we're really excited. So this is a special spotlight interview to help Janice explain, you know, where she comes from, what she's all about, what she's looking forward to about the summit, all that kind of fun stuff. And you can get to know her a little bit better and what she has to offer and hopefully get your, uh, wet your appetite a little bit for the summit and give you that little nudge you need to send in that application because it is an invitation only event. We're really doing everything in our power to make sure the people in attendance are of the highest caliber and can really enhance your network should you attend. So do apply if you are a remote leader of a team and see if it's a good fit for you. And uh, before I just keep going down my own rabbit hole, let's turn it over to Janice, who is our guest of honor. Janice, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Where are you calling in from today? Today, I am in Guadalajara, Mexico. Nice. That's, I mean, I guess if you live there, or at least temporarily, like you're probably used to it now. (laughs) That's way more exciting than where I am, but like, it all depends. It's all subjective, isn't it? Yeah, it's been raining the past couple of days, so I'm not particularly happy about that. You know, that's a good time to get your head down and get some work done, right? Or some people like the rain. You never know. Everyone's got a different, a different relationship to the weather. So tell us a little bit about you. I mean, I've had the pleasure of talking to you a bunch of times. Um, I know a little bit about you, but tell our audiences just a little bit of who is Janice Shaka. Uh, um, (laughs) What's your story? What's my story? I have a very long story. No, I have worked in many different types of environments from casinos to dancing to tax consultancy to HR. My main focus has been HR for about 13 to 15 years. Uh, I bobbed around a little from England. I'm originally from England um, to States. I've spent a lot of time in Canada. Uh, I've been in Mexico technically for 13 years. I say technically because I only am here maybe three months of the year at any given time. And I spend a lot of time sort of traveling around doing events like, like the Remote Summit. Um, I spend a lot of time in Asia. Uh, yeah I I, I travel a bunch but my main thing is introversion I discovered I was an introvert like way too late in the game (laughs) great so many things would have been different and I um I basically am a career coach for introverts because I've got a lot of HR experience and um changed a lot of different jobs successfully 
Um, I help introverts either who are new um, in the in the sort of working process and setting up their LinkedIn and their, their resume and that sort of thing, or people who are mid-level who are looking to learn how to network, but as an introvert, like, we don't want to do that. <laughs> if you're looking to change business and become a digital nomad like me, um, it's, it's sort of like a game change, a mindset switch that you have to do. So um, I basically coach people, specifically introverts, mainly women on this sort of thing. Awesome. See, I... I started that all, all thing off by saying, like, I know a bunch about you. I just learned some new things. Like, I didn't know you had a background in dance. I also have a background in dance. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's so interesting to um, see the more you talk to people and the more context you have, the different contexts you have to talk to people, the more you learn about them, which is one of the reasons we love retreats and conferences like Remote Work Summit. You know, it gives you an opportunity to change the context and therefore change the conversation. So thank you for sharing. That's an awesome, awesome, diverse background. And um, so you touched a little bit on the what of what you do and you touched a little bit on like the where in terms of your company name and where you operate out of. Is there anything else you want to say specifically about the what that you do before we move on to the, the bigger questions? Uh, no, I mean, I love to travel. That, that's another side thing that I also have a podcast, but and that's the traveling introvert as opposed to the career introvert. Um, but that's kind of it. Yeah, it's all about introversion and, and sort of helping people learn about the misconceptions of introversion. And uh, there's a lot of myths around and uh, fighting the Cambridge Dictionary. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, so tell us a little bit. You are speaking... Uh, as part of our leadership lineup, remote leadership lineup for the Remote Work Summit. So before we get into your session, um, I mean, you, like you said, you travel, you do events. What is it specifically about Remote Work Summit that inspired you? Because you actually reached out to us. Like a lot of our speakers I've reached out to, but you actually reached out to us. So maybe um, instead of me talking about how awesome and epic the summit's going to be, you know, it's nice to hear from someone who's not so vested. Um, what is it about the summit that drew your attention and inspired you to reach out and want to be part of it? Um, I would say that I find there's a lot of um, conferences out right now that are specifically geared for digital nomads. And I've spoken at some of those and which is fine, but there is a large contingent and there has always been because I started off in corporate as a remote worker and there doesn't seem to be enough conferences or events focused for them it's either digital nomad or super super corporate expensive conference thing in vegas with you know dancing girls and stuff <laughs> and so i like dancing girls but you know casinos i'm into that but um that yeah this specific um event is more for leaders and it's for remote work leaders and i think they kind of get lost and forgotten in the shuffle because i think most of the training that they get is corporate training and training how within that company how to lead a team, but not necessarily remote training and remote sort of thoughts about it. And so this is why I found this, this interesting because I know when I was working remotely, it was just a case of you worked in the office, now you work from home. Same, same. It's the same thing, thing, right? It's all the same. And so, and this is back in the day when we didn't have laptops, where we had to literally carry our PCs home with us um, so that was a whole other thing uh, so yeah that's one of the that's the main reason why I, I reached out because I think it's really important and there's, there's a gap there and um, plus it's in Guatemala and you guys yeah. give back yeah, I know it's, it's on my list of like I've helped so part of the charity work that I do is I found a remote charity that lets me work remotely to help them and one of the things is I helped a company in Guatemala 
uh, with their HR remotely. And so cool. I'm going to get to visit them while on my way down to see you guys. Which Two birds. Awesome. All right. Yes. Love it. Um, but yeah, it's in Guatemala and um, you, you give back to the community. You don't just go take all the stuff, have a party and leave. So that's something I'm, I'm also very much into. Awesome. Well, obviously, yes, we're, we have aligned values there because I mean, one of our things that we really wanted to do, um, the three of us that are the founders of Remote Work Summit, we love festival culture. We're all, you know, maybe a little bit on the hippie side. So we were like, how can we take all of the sensory yumminess of a festival and the intellectual um, you know, substance of a conference and smush them together and make a baby. And so that's what we're trying to do. So it's nice to hear that that, you know, that that's coming through. And I think that you're right. I think there's, is, I mean, even we've been in this space for a little bit over two years now working specifically targeting, uh, remote leaders and how to help lift them up. And I think a lot of people don't even realize that that's what they are. You know, it's not a term that it's like, to me, it's like such an obvious, like, yeah, are you a remote leader? People are like, what do you, what do you mean by that? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't, I don't, do I, am I? Like, I don't know. So, you know, which kind of brings us around, you know, do you have these ways that you work with identity and that we have these ways that we work with identity and helping people to name and classify and what not compartmentalize necessarily, but to be able to name your identifiers is really important. I agree. To find your tribe, right? So that kind of leads us nicely into the next question, which is about your session specifically. Do you want to tell the audience a little bit about, you know, not not a spoiler or anything, but like a little (laughs) teaser, like what are you going to talk about and um, what can people expect to take away from from your session? Okay, so how to tell some information without giving too much information and I'm bad at that because I'm just gonna be like blah, blah, blah. um what I would say is come prepared to be active I don't mean like physically acting I'm not going to go into a dance routine that that's left for Charlie um what I would say <laughs> is um I, I like my sessions in general um no matter where I'm speaking is to be immersive I don't talk at you I will talk with you and try and include you, ask you questions. I would pick on you if you're an introvert. But um, the idea behind it is just to, to get a different viewpoint and, and see things from a different perspective and see how little things cause different reactions and how that can escalate or de-escalate a situation. And we're going to de-escalate on that, that, that scale. Um, the idea is to, yeah, get people to look at things from a different perspective, see how they can inspire other people and, and ways to do it uh, with introverts and extroverts and your team in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's this theme of personality, moving pieces, how do all the pieces make a cohesive whole? Yes. Cool. I like that. There's a, a lady I studied with years ago who um, she has a model called Matrix Works, and it's all about how teams are like living systems. And they have, and she defines living systems as divergent pieces mm-hmm. working together to create a cohesive self-correcting whole, which I think is so interesting, you know? And that's what it is. You have the introverts and they bring value and you have the extroverts and they bring value. And those are only two of, I mean, if you're using Myers-Briggs, which I imagine is not maybe your whole scope, but not unrelated to your scope. I mean, introversion and extroversion are only two of eight identified. Right. Yeah. So it is a puzzle. It's the personality puzzle. 
that we're going to hear from Denise about. And that's great. I think um, I love the talking with people and instead of talking at people, I were really in general aiming for that. I have a couple people I'm like, yeah, you'd be a great keynote speaker, but I don't want keynote speakers. I want, <laughs> I want facilitators. I'm just maybe it's my preference. It's the dancer yeah. in me. But, but and it's your, your events are, that's what you want. Fair enough. That's what somebody said to me. I love how you guys are doing this, like in the same way you would do retreats. Well, what other way would I do it besides <laughs> the way we, we do things? So that's great. And it attracts the right people. And, you know, like, who knows? Maybe you'll also work with us on some other things down the line because that's the beauty of a tribe being formed, right? So tell us a little bit on that same regard, um, other opportunities that might be on your horizons. If you were the leader of a remote team um, and you were looking to solve a problem, what kind of problem can you solve for a remote team leader and why would you hire yourself instead of somebody else to solve that problem? Oh, okay. Uh, let me see. This is the part I'm bad at. Toot your own horn. Hmm. So <laughs> Do it, girl. Own it. Problems that um, I find a lot of remote teams have is they're trying to recreate the office environment in the virtual space. And there are lots of reasons why people are not in the office environment anymore and why they're working in a virtual space and trying to like smush them back isn't the best thing to do. Um, so that's one problem. Another problem is leaders not having enough time and not, um, not, not have, you, you have a certain amount of time in the day, but they don't know how to delegate or they don't know not to have back-to-back -back meetings because you don't have time to prepare or do anything or set lists afterwards. And then getting your, because you are what your team focuses on. And if your team sees you doing X, Y, and Z, then they're also going to do X, Y, and Z. So set an example. And I think a lot of leaders have a problem with that. And therefore, then their team become dysfunctional and they blame the team. And that's not always the case uh, because the culture in there is part of you as a leader. So um, if you are having problems with your team being dysfunctional, um, a lot of leaders come to me. They're like, we have introverts in the group and they don't really say anything and they don't join us in Slack and they don't feel like they're part of the team or they feel that they're separate sort of guiding leaders and teams to be like, well, they could be introverts or they could just be really private and they don't want you knowing stuff about them. Um, and sort of, I don't do team building exercises, not my thing, no offense. No trust me. falls. Just none of that. <laughs> just, just uh, uh, you know, the idea of being a leader and having a team is knowing your team and knowing people individually and then figuring out, unfortunately, where they, <laughs> the puzzle, I'm going to use that a lot, where they all fit in because the idea is they all plug gaps to, to have this whole and people just need to know how to work with each other and how to communicate how to work with each other and mm -hmm. that part is normally missing because you get plugged into a, a company their system their way what they do and it's very subscribed and doesn't change to people which doesn't make sense because we're all individuals so. sure so like yeah I think so I'm gonna back <laughs> like wrap it up a little bit so I think what you're saying is like a, an ideal um, client for you is a team that's maybe transitioning from an office to remote and they need some guidance on how to do that intentionally and not just take a co-located culture and move it over to, you know, 10, 12, 15, 30, 50 home offices, which might include, you know, an airport here and there. How do you do that? And how do you, uh, like, cause I can imagine as an, as an introvert, you know, and 
many people un- misunderstand what an introvert actually is, right? It's not a shy person. It's a person who gains energy from time spent alone. I'm the complete opposite. I gain energy from being in the world. Like I get my best work done when I can go to the coffee shop and have something to tune out, but all that buzz, it's like, like it just comes right into my body and charges me up. Whereas like I I spend a lot of time in my home office now because I do a lot of these calls Mm -hmm. and even the one-on-one isn't quite enough social. I mean, I come from a huge family too. So it's probably a little bit of a survival (laughs) survival thing, but in an intro, like it could seem that remote working would be an ideal situation for an introvert, but at least in an office, like you can close the door and you can still be seen. You're seen by your team members in a way that like you can be quiet and you can be reserved and you still get seen. And in the remote space, like that can get lost. That's that being seen part. And so not to just leave people alone because they're an introvert, treat them in the way that they need to be treated, lead them in the way they need to be led. And the same thing, you know, tell the extrovert who's 99% extrovert, like maybe take it down a notch in the Slack channel. Cause like it's enough, it's enough input. Like we don't need, we don't need all that input. Like, you know, so we're like, okay, you just asked for an update an hour ago. You don't need another one. I'm just needing to make some friends in my local community. Right. So that's a real, I I love that. I love that, that, that transitional piece that you're helping people transition into what I think is the future. You're a time traveler facilitating time travel for everybody that wants to go from co-located to remote and how to do that in a way that is life affirming and personality affirming. And when you do that, how you get to, you get more back from your team when you take the time. So work and the, other part, the other part of that these days as well is because everyone's um, distributed and from different countries, there's the culture aspect that comes in. Mm-hmm. So people who are working with Americans and people who are working for people from Asia. And there's, 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 sometimes there's a lot of, of um, conflict that goes on with misunderstanding cultures. And so that's also another part that comes into it when, when going from non-remote to remote working. Yeah, I mean, that's so, and we have some people coming to the summit to talk about diversity and inclusion and multiculturalism and global identity and all these things. And it is, it's a really interesting, when you're talking about identity, you have these kind of temperamental things that you just are that way. And that shows up. It doesn't matter if you're from China or Brazil or they're, you know, Canada, there's going to be introverts and there's going to be extroverts. The presentation might be different, but it's really so multifaceted identity. And to be able to have, your presentation on, you know, personality and temperament, and then to have these other pieces of identity about nationality or religion or, you know, racial identity and so on and so forth. I'm, I'm really excited. You can tell I picked content that uh, I'm passionate yeah, like, about. It's easier to sell. It's easier to sell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I won't keep you too long. I know it's Monday. We got a whole week in front of us. But before I let you go, thank you again for coming. Um, tell our listeners if they want to reach out to you individually for exactly the services that you are the best qualified to offer, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, you can find me on um, thecareerintrovert.com. That's my webpage. You can also find me on Facebook, um, The Career Introvert. And if you want to email me, that will be Janice at thecareerintrovert.com. And should you want to listen to my podcast, it is thetravelingintrovert.com. 
Awesome. Awesome. And on that same note, if you are interested in coming down to Guatemala to hang with us in our fabulous eco lodge and up level your remote leadership team building and company culture skills, you can go to rebellionconnect.co backslash apply to go right to the application. And if you're, you know, wanting to do a little bit more research before you commit, that's cool. We get it. It's bit.ly slash remote work summit. Thank you all for joining us today. And until next time, rebel and connect. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. This podcast is a Rebel and Connect production. Have you joined our free Facebook community, the Remote Leadership Think Tank? You can find it by searching on Facebook for Remote Leadership Think Tank or by going to bit.ly slash remote work connect, all lowercase. The Remote Leadership Think Tank is a community forum connecting like-minded remote leaders and team members from around the globe. See you in there. Rebel in Connect is a Colorado-based company owned and operated by Charlie Birch, Rachel McGee, and Summer Wyrick. We operate remotely and service clients from all over the globe. For more about our mission, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Connect with us on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can also email us directly at info at rebelandconnect.co or call 970-325-6833.